Welcome to String and Sling with Stonebreaker Archery. I'm your host, Jesse. We're going to get this rolling. So, uh, new entry tune for you guys. Um, if you really, really dig in the world of archery, you probably already know that tune. It's uh, Ode Lolly. The original was by Roy Miller. Um, and you may know it, you may not. Uh, for those of you that don't, that is the song, the theme song for Disney's Robin Hood, way back when. So, I want to take a, some time today. Uh, I missed my episode last Sunday, and now it's Friday again, and I'm doing this later on in the evening. So, it's been a roller coaster of a week. I mean, it's just absolutely been up, down, left, right, and it's just, Wow crazy so I want to take uh, take this episode and I want to want to talk to you guys about something that I, I hold very near and dear to my heart um, being a mentor and finding a mentor so I've said this several times before and I've said it to several people and I always try to follow through with this uh, I find it, in archery, it is super important. You need to have a mentor. Not just have one. You need to listen to them. Listen to what they're saying. Um, I myself, uh, well, we'll start a bit earlier than that. So, I have a mentor. Um even though I'm, I'm pretty much, for those of you that actually know me, there's really not much as far as archery tackle or anything in the world of archery that I, I really can't make. Um, I spent some time way back when. Uh, I learned to be a machinist and a gunsmith. And those skills have served me well. So... What it amounts to is really this. There, there's not much I can't make. There's not many problems that usually arise that I, I can't handle. There is occasionally something that comes up that I'm like, wow, you know, I really, I just didn't think about that. So, even though I'm at that point in my life where 99% of everything that could come up and is archery related or anything like that, I can handle it fairly easily. Um, I still have a mentor. I still go to my mentor on occasions when I'm like, man, this is just tripping me out. I don't know what to do with this. Can you help me out? And it's usually nine times out of ten, it's something he's told me before, and I just either wasn't listening at the time, I forgot it, something, whatever. So... Being that you guys already know that I am extremely focused on the future of traditional archery, um, here's the thing. Being a mentor and seeking out a mentor is going to help us further our sport of traditional archery. Be you a hunter, a target shooter, whatever the case may be, you need a mentor. And at some point in your archery career, you are going to be that mentor so 
I started out with Alois as my mentor, and Alois is still, to this day, he's my mentor. And there's things he doesn't know, and if he doesn't know, he points me in another direction, and I get another mentor, and another one, and another one. You don't just have one. Think of it as a list of people that you collect who can help you out with problems. Now, for those of you that know and have been listening to this point, you also know that I've had a... a reasonably long career in the army and yet again in the army it's important to have a mentor and you know I think some of the skills that I learned being a mentor in the army have helped me out in applying my skills at being a mentor in the archery world so I have oh a, a, a few people that I help mentor along and it you know it, it's extremely fulfilling for me to take the knowledge and the skills that I have acquired and adapted and things that I have figured out and changed up and come up with my own processes and passing that on to the next person. I find it extremely, extremely important. Um, if you're one of those out there that I have mentored in anything, uh, one of my consistent things going is especially in making gear, I want everybody to make just as good a gear as I make right now. Why do I want that? Because it's just going to drive me to get better. So, be the mentor, be the mentee, get out there, start talking to people, talk to all kinds of people. You never know who you're going to wind up mentoring. Um, you know, I've, I've helped several people figure out making arrows and all of that for me stems back to Alois when I first went in that shop and asked him about making arrows and I started with my first lesson there and learning that there's an up and a down in a wood arrow you know it's things that I didn't know and he taught me and I'm now turning around years later I'm passing on that knowledge so it's very, very important. That's how our sport survives. And it's how it thrives. So we, in the compound world, they kind of look at us like we're magicians because we can pick up a bow, shoot it, still hit the target, and we don't have sights. We don't have anything mechanically advantageous going for us. So I have my buddy Dylan, uh... You guys have heard me talk about him before. Uh, you know, he was with me when I when I was just a gun guru, and that's what I knew, and that's what I did. And Dylan's back with me now, and Dylan is uh, he's picking up a traditional bow, and you know, it's just really, really fulfilling to me to go out with him. And I remember walking him through making his first set of arrows and we went to my garage and you know we spent uh, I'll bet you we spent about eight hours making his first half a dozen arrows because we were making them to the best of my ability so being that we were making them to the best of my abilities means we take a long time and doing things because I want to make sure everything is done right and done right the first time. I want him to have high quality equipment. I want him to be able to make his own high quality equipment. And the way that I teach that is, well, 
we slow down the pace. It doesn't take me quite that long to make a half a dozen arrows unless I'm trying to get into my fancy scroll work. But for him, it was his first time. We're going out. I'm, I'm walking him through this process step by step. And he's going slow, and I'm slowing myself down. And that's what you do as a mentor. You, you have the answer to an issue out there. You have to slow yourself down and make sure it's getting explained thoroughly and not so much in a way that you understand, but it has to be done in a way that your student is going to understand. There's a lot of advice bouncing around the internet, and the problem is, is we as archers, it's a technical skill. We tend to stick to our technical terms. We have to learn to put it in lay terms, because if we don't, we lose people. So... Fast forward, we're coming up, you know, I'm helping Dylan out. We've made his arrows. Uh, he started out with a 41-pound Herders International Match Hunter. It's a great little bow, and before I know it, he's hopping up. He's shooting my 45-pound bow pretty easily, shooting heavier arrows. And then a little bit more, you know, we're up to a 50-pound bow for Dylan, and you know, we're getting ready to sit down and make new arrows. And I don't even have to say anything to him when I say, hey, I'm going to do spliced fletches. He walks right over. He grabs all the equipment that he knows I'm going to use because he's been through the process with me. Now, I slowed it down and let him understand. He knows that I'm going to be dying feathers. He gets the stuff ready. Uh, if I say I'm going to make arrows, he's getting the equipment he wants in he wants to learn now today as a matter of fact um, Melissa Ortiz out there you know she's down there in Zoo York she's I, I it was just this simple so Mo makes mops she makes these really nice arrow cleaning mops and by the way, I have one. I'm going to give her another shout out for that at the end of this. She makes these mops that you clean your arrowheads and your arrows off with. And she sent me up one and, you know, I was looking at it and I, I quick hopped into my book collection, took a picture of this book and I took a picture of the section in the book and sent it to her so she could see, you know, there's people out there doing the same thing you're doing. And what I what you're doing, I, I think it's awesome. You need to buy this book. So she buys the book, wound up she found it on Amazon for I think six bucks. The book is just called Bow Accessories. Now this book is not about making bows. This book is simply about making all the stuff that you need that goes into archery. It's it's your arrows. It's how to cut self-knocks. It's how to taper. It's how to make your own targets, make your quivers, make gloves, make tabs, make whatever you want. It If it's a piece of add-on archery equipment, 
there's some portion of this book that helps to touch on it. So I said, hey, buy this book. She didn't waste a minute. She hopped on Amazon. She bought the book. And the book arrived. And bam, my, my phone starts lighting up message after message after message. She's hitting me up. Man, I love this book. I can't thank you enough. And I, I'm uh, really... Let's be honest, I really didn't do a lot. All I did was look at what she did. I said, hey, you're doing a great job. I love what you're doing. By the way, check out this book. It talks about what you're doing. Maybe you'll pick something up about what you're doing from this book that you hadn't thought about before. And she's just devoured this book. And she has said, let me tell you, she is a fantastic person. And come along to today and... She sends me another message. She's thinking about doing some spliced fletches. And she'd read that book. And, you know, I have my own process for how I make my spliced fletches. If you guys are interested in that, by all means, follow me on Facebook. Follow me here. I'm sure I'm going to talk about it. And sometime, hopefully in the near future, I will actually get done with the video editing that I need to figure out how to do for my YouTube channel. So... I start messaging her and, and you know, it, it's just, it's running past me. I, I can't type as fast as I'm thinking. So I said, hey, do you have time for a phone call? She said, yeah, sure do. So I hop right on the horn and I call her. I had a, a good 30, 35 minute phone call with Melissa today. And, you know, we, we talked about this book and what's in this book. And, and specifically, we talked about my process and how I go about doing spliced fletches and how I make them perfect and line up every time. And I just simply gave her a, a quick rundown walkthrough for it. And she's like, wow, this is awesome. I can't thank you enough. And well, honestly, Melissa, it's I that can't thank you enough because I enjoy seeing that enthusiasm in a student, it it's what drives me to do better and come up with the next process that I'm going to use so I can pass it on to someone else. Uh, I don't treat this like it's some mystical science. There's nothing that I do that is proprietary to what I do. I want to take every bit of knowledge that my brain has absorbed on the subject of archery and I want to pass it on to someone else. Why? Because, well, realistically, I'm in this for the sport. I'm in this because I want people to want to do this. I want people to want to do things on their own. There's always going to be people that are not going to want to do these things on their own first time through, and they're going to buy a product, and and that's great. That's fantastic. If you're not a do-it-yourselfer, that's fantastic. I am all for you. Please, by all means, get out and support some of the local people that are making things and doing things. It's what the sport's about. It doesn't matter who you are, race, color, creed. You are accepted. Uh, we, we don't care about who you like, who you don't like. Don't. It doesn't matter in this sport. What matters in this sport is you are your only competitor and that you find a mentor that is going to help pass on some knowledge. And when it's your turn, you can turn around and pass on that knowledge. So she also has an Instagram. By all means, hop on there. Follow her. It's Trad Newbie. 
something, something. I can't remember it all. I'm sorry, Mo. I, I'm horrible with that stuff. But, you know, if, if you're friends with me on Facebook, if you're if you're following me on Instagram, she's in my friends list. Get in there, follow her. She's doing an awesome job where she's taking little bits and pieces that she's learning and she's posting about it. And other people are starting to follow her and figure out, you know, hey, you know, she's putting me on this, some good stuff. So, the thing is, is you just, you get out there, you know, mentoring someone should be like me doing this podcast. It's, it's just a simple sit down conversation. You know, I want you guys to be interested. I want you to get out there and get engaged and do things. Get out there. Get in it. Get if you see someone, you know, it's funny because Sky, Sky is a fantastic person. Wonderful, wonderful tattoo artist. Um, he, as a matter of fact, did the, the tattoo on my leg. If you guys are on Facebook, Creative Anomaly Tattoo, hop on there, check it out. Sky does amazing work. And we were just sitting in the office one day and. You know, Sky was like, you know, I think, uh, I think I'd like to pick up traditional archery. And I just looked up, smiled, and I just said, well, you know what? I happen to know a guy. Literally my words, I happen to know a guy. And we just kind of hit it off from there and we started talking back and forth and it was traditional archery and... And, you know, he hunted with a compound way back when, and he wanted to get back to his roots using a trad bow. And we just hit it off, and Sky and I are great friends now. And I'd imagine probably many, many years after this, Sky and I are going to continue to be friends. And, you know, if you guys are out, you'd be amazed at how many times you hear someone say, well, you know, I was thinking about picking up a traditional bow, but uh, I don't know. This is your task as a traditional archer. Scoop them up. You pick them up. You cradle them. You you love them. You nurture them. It's like having a child. It's that fulfillment that you're going to get in starting someone in this. <clears throat> I want many many people in this sport I want so many people in this sport that it's in every store on every corner I want it to be the next basketball the next football I want to see 3D archery competitions on TV instead of baseball games or golf so get out there get engaged with people if someone says hey you know I, I kind of think you know archery maybe uh, get in it talk to them be like hey I shoot traditional archery you know I can help you out what would you like to hear about you know what 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 is it that's going to get you into this sport and you know I, I've talked a lot with people all over the world and you know I've got friends in Australia Stephen Lilman. he he is he is the man uh, he's a legend down under. He is 
he is an archery god down there. Awesome guy. Uh, Bo Collins. I've talked to Bo a lot. I've talked to Matt Fout a lot. I've talked to Mike Roberts. I've talked to Bob Sarles. You know, get out there. I talked to TJ Conrads. I've talked. I've talked to so many people now. You know, and the one thing that's always in common amongst these these people who are legendary in this is they're not afraid to talk back. If you are experienced, if you have been doing this for a while, talk back to people. Have a conversation with them. Get them interested. And I gotta tell you, in the past two years, I've given away more bows than I have kept for myself. Uh, you know, I, I get people all the time, well, what, what would you charge for a kid's bow? Well, you know, I, I don't really build bows anymore. I, I've just, I've stepped out of it for a bit. But I know some guys that build awesome bows. So, Al Kimmery, he's out there in Oregon, and he's just, he's killing it. Makes an astounding kid's bow. Um, I even know of one case recently where, you know, a guy had wanted to pick up a, a bow, and Al just happened to have one kicking around that was in his size, and he just gave him the bow, and it's utterly fantastic. That kind of stuff blows my mind. And for the people who come to me looking for a kid's bow, you know, I'm I'm always on the internet. I'm always looking for a kid's bow. Um, I pick them up, uh, and I turn around and I I build a set of arrows for them. I'll make a custom string, make a quiver, and then I'm turning around and I'm. Someone wants to buy it, and they buy it for less than what I've got in it, and I don't care because I'm getting another kid out there doing it. It it It's that kind of determination that we as traditional archers are encouraging. We are fostering that. I have seen more people, hey, I broke my bow, um, looking to buy something, you know, don't want to spend too much money. And there's usually someone coming from the left field screaming, don't buy one right now if you don't have the money. Save your money, buy a good one. I have one, I'll let you borrow it. Just send it back to me when you're done. That is freaking awesome. You do not see that kind of dedication anyplace else. And it all ties into being that mentor. You know, the, uh, Bob Sarles has several, several conversations with him about building a fiberglass bow because I've never built one before and I want to know these things and you know Bob walked me through the process and and Kenny Kenny Custom Archery he's talked to me on laminations and grinding and setups and another fantastic guy out there it's just it amazes me how willingly we will share this information but the one part where we tend to fall a little bit is hooking the new people. Um, so I recently listened to another podcast uh, where the guy was talking, they, they were talking to Tex Grebner of all people. If you don't know who Tex Grebner is, he's this dude, he's kind of a goober, uh, 
really made himself famous for posting a video of himself trying to do training with his 45, went to pull it out of the holster and shot himself in the leg. And he posted the video anyways. Well, Tex Grebner since then has competed in uh, Train to Hunt, which is a really cool competition, but I'm not here to talk about that. He had one message in there that I really want to help pass on, and i got to give him some excellent credit for it, which is there is nerds out there. And when I say nerds, please don't be offended. I am a nerd. I am a Star Wars nerd. Love Star Wars. Live Star Wars. Love the movies. Have t-shirts. It's a great, great, great message. It just, it's fantastic. So, it's true. If you look across the fantasy world, the video game world, um, there's, there's just... Lots of traditional archery out there. It's in video games. It's in movies. And it's helping us hook new people. And we need to start welcoming these people into this with open arms. Because, well, kind of really, that is the future of archery. We need to welcome more people in. And when they they step in, we have to be that mentor that's offering sound quality advice now with that being said let's talk about the advice um i've seen it many 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 times on the internet uh hey critique my form and all of a sudden it just explodes into well you're doing this wrong you're doing that wrong you're doing this wrong you're doing that wrong try this don't tell them that they're doing it wrong. Try it just like I'm doing. Hey, you may like to try this. Uh, you may, I don't know, try adding 50 grains to your point weight. Maybe it'll help your arrows fly better. Give it a shot. Um, and me personally, when I'm giving advice, my first advice is always do what you can at no cost. So, if you're having issues, say, I don't know, getting correct arrow flight, but you know your arrows are spined right, um, you know, have you tried tuning your bow? Which, for a lot of us in the traditional world, simply involves put a couple more twists in the string, take a couple twists out, move your knock point. Stuff that doesn't cost us anything. That always seems to be the last piece of information that comes out. Well, hey, well, why don't you just try tuning your bow a little bit? We need to get that first, you know. Instead of getting them to spend more money, we need to get them to understand the principles of what they're doing. Then, by all means, get out there. Spend some money. Get what you need. Get what you want. Get, get anything. It doesn't matter. Um, if you're one of the people that's messaged me before, uh, I know I've had a few of them. I'm constantly bouncing ideas around. Um, right now, one of the ideas I'm working on is a, a frog gigging arrow. So, you know, it just get out there, throw your ideas out there. You did, uh, no one idea is going to be the perfect idea. 
let's let's get out there let's share the information let's be that mentor you know i'm always looking for my next mentor uh you know there there's just as many ways that melissa ortiz is is being a mentor to me she's helping me out with a lot of this internet stuff and i'd have never found a place to do my podcast if it hadn't been for her stepping in and saying hey you ever thought about this uh, well, uh, what the hell is this? So, be that mentor. You'll find that it, it, it reciprocates very, very easily. So, I'm going to wrap my show up. It's going to be a little bit shorter than normal. Uh, as you guys know, at the end of every show, I try to give a shout out to those who I think are doing some fantastic things in the archery world. Uh, today's winners, Al Kimmery. You're on it, man. Trad all bows. Check him out. It, it's it's a rare thing to find that you know a stranger shows up. You go to a stump shoot, and bam, you you just you give away a bow because well you got it like that and you can do it. Mad respect for the man. He's doing great things. By the way, I love his stump shooting videos. Hop on Facebook, friend him. He's got some stump shooting videos where him and his friends are out. It's just amazing. I love watching those videos. Next shout out, Mo, it's coming to you. Melissa Ortiz, Mo's Mops. Boy, get on it. If you are anything like me and you go out and you stump shoot or you tend to miss the target every now and again, get a mop. Like... Clean your arrows. Uh, she sends these things out. It came with a wonderful little note from her. And it simply said, a clean arrow is a happy arrow. And I love it. It's great. It's fantastic. Um, just check her out. She's awesome. She's starting to ship these things all over the world. It's just way, way cool. So... I'm wrapping up my show now, so as always, thank you for joining me. I appreciate every one of you, and keep your bowstrings waxed.